Podcast. We're your host, I'm Ethan, with my Splash Bro co-host, Zach. You know, the Kings game, it was ugly win, but, you know, if you're the Warriors, you'll, you'll take it. I honestly thought, brother, that we would throw that away, knowing this 2021 Warriors. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't shock me if they threw this one away. No, I had firm belief the whole way through that the Warriors were going to pull it out. It's surviving advanced season. It's just got to win one game at a time. And this team's led by the one three time champs. So, two guys who've won three championships. So, got to say, cool, common collectives. The Sacramento Kings, ladies and gentlemen. No offense to the Sacramento Kings, but it's not the end of the world if you lose that game. But you need the. You need the win. You needed the win. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And without further ado, episode 35, Kevin Durant's number. Shout out to Kevin Durant. Let's get started. All right. So the Nuggets versus the Warriors, the first game that we'll be recapping here today. Um, it was at Chase Center. It was the first game uh, where fans were let, ba- let back into the Chase Center, I think. So it was great for... Um, the Warriors guys to see fans at that stadium. You know, it's been like two years for them since they've seen fans. Um, the Warriors came out like swinging um, and they came out with a W. What we all love to see 118 to 97 led by Steph Curry with 32 after an abysmal shooting now with 18 points off of 214 shooting that let previous game. He came out, you know, um, had a bounce back, which was great. But most importantly, they they slow down Jokic, um, Zach. So, what are your thoughts on the Warriors like doing their they're doing their part to uh, contain Jokic like in the post and just defending him well? I think it's another one of those strong performances like we've seen through the past couple of weeks by Kevon Looney, um, who's actually caught me by surprise. I thought that with all the injuries he's gone through the past couple of years. Or the past two years or so, I thought that he's starting to become, I wouldn't say unplayable, but not living up to expectations as a starting center in the NBA or backup center at when James Wiseman comes back. But he's definitely caught me by surprise. He's put the clamps on Joel Embiid, and now he's, um, I wouldn't say put the clamps on Nikola Jokic, but he slowed them down slowed Slowed them down down. exactly there we go um and i think also i think it was easy for the warriors nuggets were unfortunately without jamal murray who's out for the year um and i think that also hurts the nuggets chances of making a run in the playoffs um currently they're at the four seed they got to put the five seed lakers with lebron and lebron coming back in ad um getting back to form and Personally, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Lakers sweep, honestly. Yeah. I just don't see the Nuggets making any noise with how much rest LeBron and AD have gotten over these past couple weeks with how much, how little rest they had during this off season because the off season was shortened. Um, 
I think yeah, the Lakers can make some serious noise in the five seed with how much yeah. rest LeBron and AD have gotten. Yeah, I mean, the Nuggets were just kind of crippled with injuries. Uh, you got Will Barton going down after like the first minute. So um, you hate to see a team that you know gets riddled with injuries. Um, but, you know, moving forward in this game, um, Draymond with 19 assists, that's just the most Draymond S stat line. You got two points, 19 assists and 12 rebounds. It's just a typical Draymond game, honestly, at this point. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't, you just kind of expect like this kind of stat line. Nope, you don't produce on the point side, but you're such so effective on like the playmaking side and the defensive side. So, kudos to Draymond to tying his yeah, career high exactly. assist. Exactly. Yeah. Draymond doesn't look to shoot first, people. I know. He looks to pass, <laughs> it pass first. It's annoying, but it's also, I mean, it's a, I'm not mad at it, but I think. Early in the year, I was a little disappointed in that because the Warriors need more offense on this roster, and Draymond can provide that. But when you have a guy who looks to pass first, you're basically playing four on five with the other team. But with how many assists and how Draymond can uh, move the ball around the court to different guys and how of a high basketball IQ he has, I think it benefits the Warriors without a doubt. And then you add JTA to the mix, who also has a high basketball IQ, knows where Steph is on the floor and can get it to him so he can hit the open jumper. You just have two guys who help the Warriors' offense extremely. Yeah. Yeah, like JTA is like – his impact, as we said before, is unmatched. Like besides Draymond, it's always been JTA. Those two are like interchangeable on the court, like – like, as you said, Zach, like, they know what to do on the court. They know the system. And that's why I love JTA. Um, but Career you know, the contract extension this offseason. For him sure. A, give For him sure. a contract, Max. For sure. You know, but the bench production, you know, um, Kent Bazemore and Damian Lee um, were out because of health and safety protocols. So you would kind of think that the bench production would struggle a little bit. But it didn't, um, surprisingly, because – you know, with the switch of Kelly Oubre to the bench, you get that bench production um, from the second unit as Kelly Oubre had 23 points plus Jordan Poole's 15. Um, I feel like this is kind of a good, I guess, what do you say, a switch or like a good transition to um, like figuring out that second unit scoring without Steph on the floor. So I feel like this is a great um, thing moving forward, moving forward in these past 11 game, next 11 games and just probably for the playing game, honestly. Yeah, I think Kelly Oubre provides great spark off the bench. I personally like Kelly Oubre coming off the bench. If he was open to that role next offseason and wasn't expecting a huge payday, I would be willing, if I was in Bob Meyer's shoes, willing to give him a nice, reasonable contract for him to be a sixth man. But I think it's going, I think Steve Kerr should. Cuban coming off the bench. He's obviously provided a good spark. Um, good, some good energy coming off the bench. And Jordan Poole, once again, has been uh, great. Improving. He's been improving every single game. Yeah, he's definitely earned a roster spot. I think a uh, uh, roster spot on next year's roster coming off the bench. 100% think he can definitely be backup point guard to staff, backup guard. Um, in the second unit next year. Yeah. All right. It was a great win um, against the Nuggets. Um, honestly, you would take any win 
um, regardless of how the other team is looking. So moving forward, we got the Kings. And, you know, it was a needed win, especially since De'Aaron Fox was out with health and safety, safety protocol. So you would have to take advantage of every opportunity you get. And the Warriors, they did, but it wasn't as clean as the Nuggets game. As the Warriors won 117 to 113, led by Steph's 37, um, you know, it wasn't the best, I mean, defensively wise, because it kind of like just like a shootout in the first quarter. Like you got Buddy throwing up threes, you got Steph throwing up threes. It was great from an offensive standpoint, but if you're the Warriors and you're preaching defense, you know, I wouldn't be impressed, um, right? I mean, the defense wasn't there for the most part in the first half, Um but, you know, it, it just – teams got hot. Uh, you can't really stop that sometimes. I think it was a matter of uh, lack of execution throughout most of the game. I agree with that. Um, there's a lot of boneheaded plays that the Warriors made, a lot of boneheaded fouls that the Warriors oh, yeah. made. The patented fouling. Um. Yeah, for example, I think it was early in the fourth quarter, there were like three shared possessions where the Kings came down the court, Warriors fouled them when they were driving to the lane. Dude, just put your hands up, man. Come on now. You don't need to grab the guy. You don't need to hit him coming down the lane. Um, but Steve Kerr decided to chase the win tonight. Put Steph in with seven minutes and 12 seconds to yeah. go. I need, to, I need to stop doing that. I think Steve Kerr is ultimately trying to chase wins now. Um, but Stephen and Draymond were put in early and got to give the Kings credit. They fought all night long and gave the Warriors run for their money, but Warriors came up big. Uh, I think Kelly, I want to say this. I want to say they got lucky. I think Kelly Gray had two lands to tie the game, I believe. And then put them up two, I think, or three. Yeah. And then there was a play where, um, Steph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they tied? I'm pretty sure. I'm pr- no. I think Rashawn. They were up. Until- where they were up one. Oh, are we talking about the Steph block or the Steph turnover? Steph block. Let's go to that. Let's okay. go to that. Um, I think they were up one. Um, I can check it for a second, but give me a second. Um, I'm trying to look for it. I think they were up one. Oh, it's with a minute left, I think. All right. I think it was with a minute. Uh, they were up up three. Yeah, up they three. were up three. Yeah, there we go. They were up three. They're so. up three. He gets the block. Um, and then there's the out-of-bounds play that ends up going off a Kings player. And then I'm pretty sure they go down the court, they miss. And then Rashawn Holmes goes to the line, and then he clanks both free throws. And then there's the play where Steph – makes Rashawn Holmes dance a little bit, takes it to the lane, misses it, and then Draymond, oh, my God, Draymond makes, makes the layup. Makes the layups, yeah, makes the layups. <laughs> and that basically – and then the Kings' uh, final possession, I think. It was Harrison Barnes. Uh, yeah, for some reason, ISO. the ball gives it to Harrison Barnes. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry, Kings fans. I'm sorry, Kings fans. No offense to HB, but HB is a former warrior. But, I mean, 
we've saw in Game Seven of the 2016 Finals, HP is not the clutchest guy in the world. Um, and Luke Walton was the coaching staff on the coaching staff that that year. So why would so, you put it in the hands of HP? Put it in the hands of Buddy Heald. He's hit two game winners, I believe. Um, but gives the HP, he clanks it, and the Warriors got the win. So. I want to like go back on. I want to go back to like um, the Steph uh, turnover. They were up one. If Buddy Heal wasn't fumbling that and made the layup, the Warriors would have been down one. And we know how the Warriors are down the stretch. They can't execute like most of the time. So we caught honestly caught a break. So it was just ugly win, but you'll take it honestly. Um, it's just um, gotta. Got to win all these games that you got to win. And they did that. Yep. So, great win. 100. So, yeah. 100. Um... It was a great win. But now moving forward, um, they got the Dallas game. And I think, I don't know if I'm the only one that thinks this, but I feel like this Dallas game is really important for both teams, honestly. Like, um, for Dallas, you can increase your gap between yourself and Portland and for the Warriors, it just de- it, you know shrinkens the gap between Dallas and Golden and the Dubs, and you know between eighth and tenth seed. So like, I feel like this that game is going to be super important on Tuesday. So, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, Tuesday, Luca's been playing well. Mavs have been playing well. They got themselves out of the play-in tournament, so you got got themselves into the sixth seed. They beat the Lakers both times. Um, that's also saying AD was on minutes restriction as, as he was coming back for the Lakers. But I think Warriors can realistically beat the Mavs. They were with the Mavs through 46 minutes of that game in Dallas. They had um, boneheaded plays. So. The refs missed a couple calls, but you, always, you can't blame things on the refs. You need to make sure that – you make the right place and you win the game. Steph also put up 57 in that game. So that's another wasted performance. Um, yeah. But I think the Warriors, but they, they beat the Mavs earlier. They had it uh, home and home, the two game series and they beat them on that Thursday and then they lost on the Saturday. So I think the Warriors can realistically can beat the Mavs. Uh, I do not know if Porzingis will be playing, but uh, they got to deal with Luca. They're playing at home. So I think the Warriors can – they have a realistic chance at beating the Mavs. Keep it at that. All right. So, with 11 games left, we're just going to give a spot check. Um, give me your thoughts on the Warriors' record with 11 games left. What do you think? With 11 games left, not including the Mavs game? I think we can include the Mavs game. I think All it's right. 11. We'll go, yeah, 11. I'm going to go down the stretch right here. Go down okay, the Okay, go ahead. Got Mavs, Warriors on Tuesday. Give that Warriors win. So you got um, – and then you got the Warriors, T-Wolves. That's a Warriors win. Warriors, Rockets. That's a Warriors win. Warriors, Pelicans. That's a Warriors win somehow. And then they lose the second game in the Pelicans. Um, with how the season's been going – I don't think the Warriors will sweep a two-game series. Um, yeah, FYI, uh, the Warriors have not swept the two-game series. Um, the only time they did was against the Timberwolves. Just pointing yeah. that out there for the listeners. And we got 
Warriors Thunder twice. I got two wins. Warriors Jazz. I think Jazz will pull it out. Um, Warriors Suns. I get, give me the Warriors, and then Warriors Pelicans. Give me the Warriors. So I got the Warriors finishing ten on a ten and two run to put the record at forty and thirty two to end the year. That probably gets them the ninth seed. Yeah. Um. You know, knowing the Warriors, I feel like they would lose like kind of like the easy games like the pelicans game for example um i don't They're know the jazz, the jazz straight times so yeah i think the jazz can come back and get them uh oh it is also in at chase so anything could happen but the warriors yeah. have been the jazz the past two times so i wouldn't be surprised if the jazz come out fire or i wouldn't be surprised if the jazz come out firing or since they clinched the playoff spot today as we're recording if they start resting some guys so that could be a win for the Warriors but I probably I have it as loss so it could go yeah. either way though so yeah I see a knife nine and two nine and three I think um just depends like they got to win like the, the, the wins that they're supposed to win the games that they're supposed to win my apologies um yeah but like the, they just gotta make that final stretch you know Make sure yeah. to be in that playing game. Um, at best, I see the Warriors finishing forty-one and thirty-one, and then at worst, probably thirty-nine and thirty-three. Yeah, and I don't see them getting past the nine. I think it's nine or ten for them. Really, you think so? Yeah, I don't. I personally, I think right now that it's probably the Warriors and Spurs in that nine and ten. Who knows if the Pelicans make a run? But I think it's Warriors Spurs in that nine and ten. And I think the Mavs are separating themselves from the Blazers because the Blazers have lost Last a couple five of straight. Yeah. And I think it's Grizzlies Blazers in the way with how the Grizzlies have played the Blazers the past two games and they beat them. Wouldn't be surprised if the Grizzlies sneak in and take the seventh seed. Um, mm. But I'd personally rather Dame to go berserk mode and beat the Grizzlies. And so the Warriors had to play the Spurs and the Grizzlies than playing the Blazers. So. Mm. Yeah. Then I got a Warriors Jazz first round matchup. Yeah, you know, I won't it's... give any predictions on what that ha- what what my prediction is yet. So yeah, we'll have to stay tuned, and who knows if that matchup will happen. My guess it is it will, but I can't predict the future. So <laughs> See the Warriors just got to take it one game at a time. Um, you know, focus on the team that's in front of them. And they can do it. Honestly, they can make a run. Um, as Steve Kerr said, they, it's time to make a run. Um, will we see it? Who knows? But we believe in them. We do believe in them. So that will conclude episode 35. All right. Make sure you follow us on our socials on Instagram at Catching Dubs Pod and on Twitter at Dubs Pod. Make sure you check out the Warriors on Tuesday night against the Dallas Mavericks on TNT, I believe, and NBC Sports Bay Area, all the above. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks, y'all. See y'all later.